Hey, how goes it? Ken Bozak here to talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoin accessories. And today I'm here with my bro, bro, Crypto Blood. Let me see if I can do it. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Ken? I think I just got carpal tunnel. That's so hard. <laughs> how goes today, man? Thanks for joining me so early. I'm, I appreciate it. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Let everybody know who you are what you do, and um, we'll jump right into it, man. Yeah, I mean, um, Crypto Blood, uh, check me out on Twitter at CryptoBlood underscore, uh, five and a half year amateur in this crypto game. Um, just, you know, I normally just cover daily news topics in crypto. I try not to be too coin specific, um, but uh, just inform my users and, and subscribers on, on the latest and greatest in crypto. So uh, that's what I do, man. I got a, also am a algorithm uh, programmer, webbot uh, member as well, and uh, just living life, man, having fun. I was glad glad to see you out of the world, CryptoCon. Yeah, man. Uh, you were at the Litecoin one too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at the Litecoin one as well. I, saying, I feel like we were on a panel together. It, it was a thing. We're at, we were on a panel together and at the uh, Litecoin one. Yeah, man, that was a good conference. So you've been to a few of these events and stuff like that. What are your thoughts on these things? What are your thoughts on the conferences right now in a bear market? Um, it shows you the real people that are interested in the space. That's for sure, right? Uh, yeah. You know, you're not going to have those fly-by-night individuals like you, you would have been in 17. I remember, uh, so I've gone to maybe three or four this year. Hold um, on. Are we live? Yeah, I think we're live. Oh, okay. For some reason on my end, my computer just went weird. Um, there we go. We're live. Sorry about that. Um, the You know, at the beginning of the year, I think you were at the International Bitcoin one too as, as well in January, weren't you, in Miami? Yeah, yeah. I've been to a few of these, man. I think I've been to 40 altogether in like 12 That's months. crazy. That's crazy. So the internet, International Bitcoin one that Mo, that Mo put together, you know, that was at the like height. You know, that was in January. We were still like on. A, and so I can see the difference between then. Yeah. And, you know, let's say the a one lot, in Vegas. A lot less strip clubs now. Even in Vegas, <laughs> there was less strip club parties than there was in right. Miami during the bull run. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I was I was so, at the one Dash sponsored. It was pretty cool. I mean, I, I opened a few Dash wallets, got to talk to people about cryptocurrencies and stuff like that outside of the conference like environment. So that was fun. Well, yeah, man. So, I mean, I, like I said, the, the environment was cool. I like the ones that were, you know, in the middle of the year to the tail end. Um, again, more more people who were uh, s serious, more serious about cryptocurrencies, blockchain in general. I like to be around those types of individuals. Yeah, I feel like we got a lot of the um, a lot more quality, like. I guess developers, uh, founders of projects, uh, stuff like that that have survived the the bear market, and we're left with quality, you know, foam at the top. You know, we got that froth at the top Absolutely. now. We we right. rose the crops, and that's where we're at. We're at we're at quality time, man. We we we've made it through the the shit. What what was your worst ICO, man? Because that that was that, I feel like ICO is now a term of like it, it almost bring you back to like war flashbacks wow worse there are so many bad ones um, all of I don't, them i don't know any that were I, that are still good you know um i can't even think of one man to be honest with you icos were 
um, an experiment, man. You know, we're, we're, we're trying this whole space out. We're trying new ways of, you know, transferring wealth. We're trying new ways of um, raising, you know, raising money. Um, yeah, so permissionless it's just, capital. There you go. So, I mean, I was I was with it. I was for it. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, you know, our government comes in and swoops down and says, hey, you know, if you're not a qualified investor or whatever you want to call them, uh, you can't you can't do this stuff. So it's unfortunate. But um, it is what it is. I think STOs will be the, the future. OK, I was just going to ask you what you thought the future is. So could you touch on STOs a little bit? Let the viewers know what they are as opposed yeah, to so an STO. ICO? Yeah, STOs uh, allow you to to actually take equity in the company, um, which I think is more equitable for the end user. So, you know, in the case of, um, you know, 2016 and 17 and into 18 with the ICOs, you know, you're giving these projects money in return for what? I hope that the price goes up. Yeah. You know, that there's nothing else tied to to that agreement you're just giving them money and you know you get these tokens back that are supposedly utility tokens and will be worth something in the future because of demand for the token but uh you know seos really give you more of a, a you know it gives you equity in the company it gives you a, literally a voting a voting right in the company per se so i think that's more uh, equitable but again, I you know in the U.S. they're going to structure it in a way where you you have to be an accredited investor to participate in SEO. So I just I, I hate that they're doing that, and I want us to be more um, like raise up against that, like be more defiant. Yep. You know what I mean? And and just do them without permission. Well, that's kind of why I invested in ICOs. Like I yeah. wasn't really trying to get rich. I was just trying to help some, you know, Bezos dude in a garage kick right. off the next decentralized Amazon. Right. Not not in hopes that it's going to 10x my return, but like, oh, I really hope I can use this platform one day. Mm-hmm. That's like most yeah. of the decisions I made, like throwing money around in this space was like, oh, well, I want this to succeed. And hopefully I have a utility token to utilize on a platform that I genuinely want to use as an end user. But, See, I was the opposite, um, man. Like when I saw when I saw a couple couple you know colleagues or whatever you know do the ICO and they they got like a 10x or 15x. I'm like, oh snap! Let me get in here and let me do let me do a couple as well. See what happens. And you know, I, I kind of got caught up in the whole frenzy of ICOs back early in 2017 and uh, going into 18. So it is what it is. But yeah. you know. I've thrown some darts over the past three years myself, and I feel like if I've done some math, not too much to to really depress myself, but enough math to know that if I would have just held Bitcoin and that was it, I would be way better off than diversifying, than trading, than hedging, all these. If I would have just bought Bitcoin and just Bitcoin and only Bitcoin, I would have had all these forks that are still on exchanges that are worth something. I could have yeah. dumped all those forks for the shit coins that I've otherwise diversified my Bitcoin into. So I, I, I have a different perspective of how to like take profits and move them around in that sense. Rather than take profit out of Bitcoin and put it into an ICO, you know, maybe take that B cash fork. What is that one? 
uh, B, S, V, S, V, and you that, have ABC yeah, and SV too. Yeah, the yeah. SV. I could take that crap and dump it for an ICO, and you know, probably instead of holding a, a four coin, I can grab an altcoin with it. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it. man, it, it's just like you know. I, I hope, and I'm, I'm sure many people realize. So I'm a trader. I've I've been trading for, I've been trading for 12 years almost. Um, and what what I've learned over these years is that it's never about the entry. It's always about the exit. Entry matters none. You can have a bad entry and just wait You wait long enough and it, it'll turn in your direction and then you can make money. But if you don't know where the hell to get out, that's the critical part. So yeah, but- many, people, many people got into ICOs and different coins in 2017 and didn't really know when to get out. The real problem is they were using the wrong money in right you have to have the money you can live without unemotional unattached something that if it goes down 50 percent, who gives a shit i don't care that's the that's the money if you have that money that you don't you know that emotionalist that unattached money throw that at it yeah we call that discretionary money you gotta you gotta only spend what you can lose right right exactly you know know, it's just we're human it's human nature man we get greedy (laughs) take out second mortgages throw in another big referral link and get my grandparents to use my link like that's what was happening and that's why i see the space slowly consolidating to a bottom around six thousand. which it it could go lower which doesn't bother me i'm not trying to be negative i'm not hey i'm not you know i hope bitcoin goes back up but for me I'm still accumulating. I'm not a Bitcoin millionaire. I need more coins. So, I mean, if there's a, a good winter period where I can accumulate some of my crypto, I'm not going to be mad at it. Like you said, this it's is, the, it's the exit years from yeah, now. This, I'm exiting the, years from now. Yeah, this is the crypto winter. This is definitely it. This is, this is reminiscent of, you know, 2014. I remember in 14 all the way into like middle of 15, um, dude, we, I didn't even check the price of Bitcoin. I didn't check my portfolio for a week. Well, or you so. got in like right after Mt. Gox. So Mt. Yes. Gox collapses. Yes. The price. No, no, I got in before. I got in before Mt. Oh, Gox. Oh, before. Yeah. So yeah, that's in. right. You were Goxed. Well, no, I no. wasn't. Somebody so this... on the panel I was talking to was. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you got in so... right before then. Yeah. So I got in, uh, through, through Bit Instant, my man, Charlie Shrim, legendary. Uh, and... I started seeing like they were delaying my withdrawals, you know, what what would normally take not even an hour, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes max to get my withdrawal from Mount Gox was taking three hours, four hours. I was like, no, nah, I'm out of here, bro. I'm out of here. So I, I, I move all my funds off of Mount Gox and end up going, I think, to BTCE at that time, uh, their exchange. So um and then they collapse like is still around i feel like i got one of their shirts laying around somewhere yeah well they got taken down by the government right remember last year or earlier this year and uh then they tried to come back and i think the people that brought it back tried to do an exit scam i don't know man i don't Uh, know what happened i saw them at a conference and i got one of their shirts somewhere a btc et shirt and a sticker laying around i I have so much swag dude it's insane but like i feel like a savant with swag like i know where all my swag (laughs) is it's scattered throughout my apartment but like i i know where all it's like having a messy room you know where everything is until you clean it up and then you don't know like yeah, you should see my my closet. I probably have like three hundred, no exaggeration, about three hundred crypto T-shirts, and about forty hats. 
Yeah, man, you be swagged out, bro. Definitely. I see you at the, you know, you're a celebrity. You're a legend in, in, in the crypto space. You've been to so many conferences and stuff. Like, I love it, man. I love the way you're promoting and you're like, you're living Bitcoin. Well, you're I'm just trying to, crypto. yeah, I'm immersing myself in it as like the, 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 you know, alpha beta tester. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want to run into all the bugs before somebody else does. Just in case there's an issue, I can run over to them and be like, hey, this is what I ran into. Kind of like what I did when I got in in 2015. I ran into so many problems. I was just like, I don't want to complain. Maybe I should make a little how to not do this. And that's kind of how I got my start. Friends and family kept asking me questions. And right. I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to make one video five minutes long and I'll just send that to 10 people instead of having an hour conversation, you know, split up between 10 people. So, you know, what, what inspired you to create your crypto blood channel? Like, you know, what, what was, it was the... crazy, bro. I, I created the name, uh, in 2014, the Gmail account and didn't even use it. I didn't use it until, um, who was it? Um, I did a video. I did, a, I did my first video on YouTube, just kind of just, explaining to people how excited I was or documenting how excited I was to go to get my dad into Bitcoin. I've been trying to get him in since 2014. And, you know, he finally at that point was ready to go ahead and put some money in it. So um, I did the video. I uploaded under, you know, under that name on YouTube because I already had the account. And then it just kind of went from there, bro. I, I, it, I wasn't planning on it, but I just... Kind of just happened, you know, just roll with the punches. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, well, what, why I, crypto blood? Uh, were you a blood back in the day or no, no? So, it was, it's, it's just like, um, uh, what do you call it? Almost like a double entendre is like, you know, Crips, Bloods, crypto blood, and then you've got like crypt, crypto run through my blood. That, that, like, that was the moniker, that was the whole thing that, that the concept I came up with. So, I just I ran with it, man. No, it works. It works. I like it. And I always thought it would be funny if, like, Bloods used crypto because it would just be ironic as hell. It wouldn't it be. <laughs> right? Like, one, they, they one put a B we on everything. They put a B on everything. Right. So, Brypto, Brypto Blood, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Brypto. Exactly how it would be for them. They would never call it crypto. So I just thought it would be yeah. ironic. But I feel like, you know, this is this is the, the space where you get to be, um, you know, kind of – kind of weird right with like having the the name you know and and, and uh uh synot syn oh my god anonymous synonymous thank you words anonymous, yeah a synonymous username because like i used my real name and that has been a huge problem in my real life uh, mm. back when you know i was calling bitconnect a scam to getting hacked and everything else and it was it was crazy so you know did you have a reason behind not using your real name did you seek uh, any kind of anonymity or were you just like, uh, and it was just a, a pleasant, like, Oh, I don't have to worry about my identity. You know? Well, so I, it, like I said, it, it just all came together. Right. Like, um, I was like, okay, crypto blood. And, and so people started seeing my videos, cliff high saw a video yeah, of mine. You interviewed and so, him, man. What was, so, so let's talk about some of the people that you've had on your show. Oh man. Cliff high of maybe four, four times. Um, I've had him on, uh, from Reggie Middleton to Brock Pierce, Brock's to cool uh, he's, he's another weird guy. I like Brock. Yeah, yeah, he's he's himself. You know what I mean. So I, I love it. Um, who else have I interviewed? 
Um, shoot, I don't even, I don't even know right now, bro. But well, you've I, been I mean, in this space a while. You've interviewed a lot of people. What are some of the projects that you've kind of fell in love with, and what are some of the projects that you've, you know, were like, damn, how is this still around? I'm starting to like more and more X, uh, XLM, uh, Stellar, Stellar Lumens. Yeah, they just got yeah. on uh, Edge Wallet, I think, and they're they're starting to make their way into the more limelight. Yeah, I'm starting to like that more and more. Of course, EOS. I'm a huge fan of EOS. Have you been playing EOS Bet? Oh, dude, use my referral link. Uh, yeah, I have to use it. Drop that in the chat, bro. Oh, so, I, uh, I have to. No, I haven't used EOS Bet, but um, you know, uh, Mike Novogratz, the billionaire dude, hedge fund guy. He's uh, he's linked up with Blizzard and Activision. They're getting ready to start a whole division where they're building the games on the EOS platform. So I'm just, I'm excited about EOS, Tron, all of, basically, man, honestly, all of the Gen 3 blockchains. Yep. You know, uh, Ethereum paved the way. You know, it took it, it, took it a step further from Bitcoin. Um, and then from Ethereum, I think you're going to see, you know, one or many of the block, block uh, not block, but Gen 3 blockchains really, really take off, man. So people should definitely look into those uh those blockchains do you play any uh blockchain based games i was actually up last night playing a few daps on my phone i use like I, the uh i played the monster eos okay i played that one uh just uh, playing around with it that's like the only one i've played so far what about you i play tons man i have like three wallets i use i use like coinbase's wallet uh called wallet it used to be called toshi uh they acquired it and renamed it just wallet um, that's that's retarded. Yeah, it's a, it's dumb. I use uh, <laughs> Trust Wallet from Binance and Cypher Browser, which Coinbase also bought. So, yeah, monopolizing hmm. much. But yeah, there's, there's like a lot Google, of dApps. Huh? Yeah, it does, dude. They really are. But um, I use the POA network to play Dope Raiders, which is like buying and selling drugs and you know on the blockchain. And it's like fake drugs, magic internet drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can use it, you know, to buy and sell for like actual cryptocurrencies. So that's really cool. Nice. Then there's uh, Coin Droids, which actually just updated, and now you can do it on the Bitcoin blockchain, the uh, Doge blockchain, Litecoin. So anyway, there's like these pinatas of things you can put some coins in, and we can attack each other, and whoever knocks out who gets the bounty of crypto locked in that droid. Speaking so, of speaking of games, man, uh, I gotta get on uh, PS ps4 and accept your friend request i haven't been on there in a couple of days but uh i am really liking that uh black ops 4 Ooh, dude the graphics though ops. i'm loving the new zombies the new zombies look nasty i've not played the zombies Ooh. i've only i like that blackout mode man that's like so i do it, it, and i don't at the same time okay. i do and i don't i feel like it, they they gotta fix some of the gameplay it's a little slow I just I feel so slow when I'm playing that blackout. Like it's just kind of boring. That. I like that's why I I really like PUBG, and I'm, I was glad that to see they brought they brought that concept that gameplay into uh into Black Ops. I like that strategic, very slow. You know, you got to kind of move. Yeah, strategically. you got to treat it like a real life to live. Like yeah, I like that man, but. I'm the kind of yep. guy who just runs into rooms spraying ammo everywhere <laughs> and just like, oh, I got somebody. You're like, Ken, you died 10 times. Yeah, but I got somebody. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's why but I like yeah, the zombies move. That, but yeah, you know, that, you know crypt, the blockchain is going to be the few. I think that is the, that's going to be the foray into mass adoption for blockchain and cryptos. 
Gaming. I heard I heard the argument on both sides very well said for you know game um, companies not using uh, blockchain technology for their games and why and then why they may um, so uh, interesting. It, Tell me why they wouldn't. I, I haven't well, heard that. Well, Fortnite. Why like Fortnite would never want to tokenize their skins because it's a centralized uh, exchange. They don't want their tokens for like if you ever play Fortnite, you earn these coins in Fortnite that you can redeem for skins or other things in the game. They don't want that to be volatile. One, they want to be able to control that value. Period. So they can't have an open market for that. And then the next thing is those skins. It's it's a free-to-play game. So mm-hmm. those skins that they sell you are from the mm-hmm. developers. That's the only way the game makes money. If they were to hit the open market and people were to sell them for less over time, then the game would make less. So it, it doesn't really fit their structure now. But I do feel like they will restructure their businesses for the tech to fit. They will have centralized uh, in-game apparel, and they'll have decentralized tradable in-game apparel, and there will be totally different markets. They'll have a centralized market and a decentralized market, but they're they're not going to want to not include this this user interaction where, hey, dude, I, I quit my Fortnite game. Do you want me to send you over a couple skins? No, I don't play Fortnite. Well, I got that skin you always wanted. All right, maybe I'll download the game now. Like, I left the game, but I brought somebody into the game. So do you think like that, that um, I'm sure you've heard of Wax. Yep, like, I love think? Wax. Okay. I, I've been on a panel with the founder, uh, Malcolm, before. I've okay. interviewed him, uh, I think, twice now. Uh, I really like Wax a lot. I like what they're doing. Uh, they're making it really, really easy for these companies to just tokenize skins and get like what they're already doing with in-game content that can be traded. Some of these gaming companies they make games where you can already trade in-game items so they're just taking that business structure and tokenizing it so they can make mm-hmm. it trustless where they can you know have less uh people being taken advantage of in the uh, open markets for these skins because it happens a lot um i think opskins is one that that's you know the bone behind wax they're the reason they stay they were selling skins online and they saw you know bad actors with chargebacks or counterfeit in-game content that wasn't recognized by the actual you know game so they 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 seen the problem they just didn't have a solution before and now they say hey wait this this open ledger blockchain thingy thing that you're talking about permissionlessness trustlessness oh wait that i i think we can use this so they're already doing what they were already doing just now incorporating the the technology by tokenizing the skins making them you know transferable peer-to-peer but now mm-hmm. you know like what blockchain makes possible you can have a digital copy of something and know that you're the original owner right right okay yeah i like wax man and uh wax i think is they're doing something on eos as well they kind of clicked up with eos or something but no, they're gonna click up with everybody they're they're not competition to anybody doing games on blockchains they're yeah they're the biggest compliment to anybody doing what if you're if you're doing a blockchain for gaming or if you're building a game on a blockchain you just got to check out wax and what they're doing man because like they got yeah. this really cool thing that you can make your own skin right now I'm actually mm-hmm. talking to one of the developers trying to get my own skins in the game in games so nice. like if you played uh What's that one that's uh, SG Go or something like that? Counter Strike Go or something? I think that's one of the games on on their platform where you can get okay. skins on your gun. So I can nice. like I can make like a double thumbs up little thing, right. and have it like right <laughs> on my gun's barrel. It'd be cool. Right. 
Right. And if I only ever up, made man. 20 of them and sent them to my friends, they'd gain value or whatever over time. Absolutely. It's like, you know, pogs. Absolutely. So um, in, in this space for a while now, what, what are you looking forward to? What do you think this this bear market needs to get the bulls running again? Because uh, everyone's got their opinions, and it varies so far. But right now, we definitely do need something. It was obvious that we had whatever it was in December, and then we lost it somewhere in February. How do we get it back, and what is it? It's going. To, I think it's going to be a, a slow buildup at this point. Um, I don't think we're going to get the ETF in February. Um, so once we get that like out of our psyche, the market in, in general, I think we can start to build a base and start heading higher again in 2019. Now, um, I think we. I don't know if we'll make all-time highs in 19 by the end of 19. Um, but I think we'll start to get close to that, near that in, in 19. You know, people have to remember, Ken, man, this, this game, this, this crypto, especially uh, Bitcoin, is, is the most um, outperforming asset that we've seen in a long time. Like maybe 2018 has been a low period. But if you look at 2017, Bitcoin is up over... Uh, you know, in 17, it was up 16, was it 1600 percent? Something crazy. So, I mean, people have to kind of keep everything in context. Like life is about keeping things in context. And if you look at where Bitcoin was just five years ago, five and a half years ago, when I got in at 70, you know, 78, 79 bucks. Man, Bitcoin sucked back then. It's, man. It was a, it was so it was. so bad. You couldn't even get into it. How did you get in? You must have been the most intelligent person in, no. in the area. No, no, I, I, I through BitInstant, through Charlie Shrimp. So I would use his company, you know, BitInstant, send a send a payment in to through Western Union. No, was it Western? No, MoneyGram, MoneyGram. See, send a that's bill. That's what I in. mean. That's what I'm talking about. That right there. That that that's cumbersome for me. I'm too late. I don't, oh, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't have still, done that. I would never have done that. And we're still not we're still not to the point where I mean, we have places like Coinbase and Kraken and stuff where, you know, it's very easy for, you know, our moms or our grandparents to get Cash into App's it. Cash App's making it even easier. Who, who is? Cash App by Circle. Yeah. 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 They just announced on a tweet, uh, they said they have an announcement coming up. And I was like, oh, are you giving me a BTC receiving address? It's got like over 100 likes. So Cash App actually responded and said, submitted a request for an interview here. So they may be giving us a BTC receiving address. So I, okay. I, I submitted a, a thing for an interview for Cat with Cash App. So fingers crossed that they do the so, interview. Yeah, I mean, 2019 is going to be, I see it as, uh, kind of finishing the, the infrastructure for the masses to actually adopt it and use it. And I think it's just going to take time, 19, 20, 2020, 2021, going on in the future for people to actually use it. So you think the ETF's uh, potential, even if ones were to get you know approved sometime this year or early next year, do you think that would have a positive or negative impact on the price? Or would it be more of like a non-event? No, it will have a it will have a positive impact. It will have a huge impact. I think just off speculation, people would buy. 
Yeah, I yeah. feel like uh, Coinbase, uh, I think they announced that they partnered with uh, SolidX or something like that. Somebody to, to uh, put together an ETF. Yeah, they, SolidX is an ETF, yep. The Winklevoss are still trying their best to get theirs. And with, with the dominoes that they have set up, I feel like they may actually have what it takes now at this point. I the feel Van like- Eck, the Van Eck one is the one that everyone is 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 banking on in uh, in February, uh, the Van Eck ETFs. Well, that's at so the latest by February, right? I think it can be approved earlier, but it's probably it could around. be approved earlier. But it, they, yeah, that's the that's like the cutoff. Fingers crossed on that because we all seen what happened with the CBOE and the futures and what that that kind of did um that was just bad timing too i guess like what the space was dealing with with its growing pains we really didn't need a, a futures in this space when we were still no, dealing with icos left and right and four yeah, the futures were, were a non-event they they didn't actually do that well this year the volume was very low um people weren't really you know buying contracts over there so uh again it's just all about it's it's, it's laying the groundwork it's laying the foundation um, and, and, you know, once that's laid, uh, then people will at least have that infrastructure there to utilize it. Well, you're right. It's happening. I mean, look what Fidelity is doing right now. And, um, again, Gemini, dude, they're, uh, they're, they're uh, stable coin. It's regulated. They have, they have approval from the government, you know, and Coinbase is going to be using uh, USDC. Yeah, USDC. It's, so these, this, it is the foundation is being built, and people are ignoring it because they want more bells, they want more whistles, they want more features, but they don't want the foundation to be more secure. It doesn't make any friggin' sense. So, man. so Ro- Robert Wagner in uh, the chat room said, "When capitulation? When, when, when shirt that says that? Because I, I want the webbot one. But yeah, dude, when? I got I'll send you one." Uh, I, uh, capitulation, we're near it. it. It may be one more spike down, like to really like make people throw up. <laughs> like forty, yeah. you know, forty-seven hundred, <laughs> four thousand, you know, somewhere that that's going to be capitulation, in my opinion. I don't think we're going lower than three thousand, but um, I didn't think we were going to go lower than five because of all the people that got in around the time it went from five to ten. There was more people in Bitcoin. From the time it went from $5,000 up to $20,000, there was more people, more wallets were opened, more users, more transactions, everything was more. So Hmm. just more people are used to seeing a 5,000 plus Bitcoin than there are used to seeing cheaper Bitcoin. And then I'm I'm hearing, Ken, about the the mining levels, right? So a miner's uh, profitability is around that point too, 47, 5,000 as well. So that's probably... That's probably, you know. And it's up to the miners to really start letting them go. You know, people people pay mm-hmm. a premium for those virgin coins. And miners know what they got with those OTC trades. And they ain't letting that go at all. The problem is it doesn't help the damn price any what they're doing. So they're no, hurting themselves in the end. It's really not the best move. But that lets me know they're not going to let them go for less than it costs to mine them. So they, right. they, they have full control on that end. And... People were mining in the negative throughout 2015, 16, 17. Yeah. There was there was months and quarters of negative mining. Yeah. But but the months where it was positive totally blew away the losses of the three or four months they were negative mining. So they're they the miners that have the equipment, they, they're not you know, they don't not know what they're doing. They're not sitting here trying to print fiat. They're they're mining crypto for a reason and they know what they're doing. 
I'm more worried about like the unnecessary regulations that don't even exist yet. Like so many companies and so many people are worried about the regulations that don't even exist yet. The upcoming potential regulations that may be enforced. Like really? They like the government likes that though. Like that's I can't why live like that. So, yeah, man. That's why they've been so like just vague and, and, and stuff about what what the laws and what what the rules are because they want you they want it they want to slow this down um and again my whole thing is it's permissionless like you said man we we shouldn't even be waiting for that Mm -hmm. you know these companies shouldn't even be waiting for that but well if you tell companies that you can't do something that's truly innovative the only people that have the ability to innovate with that technology are criminals because they chose not to listen to you regulators so now you've just made it completely optionless for good actors to you know evolve forward mm -hmm. and now mm -hmm. you make it possible for for criminals and bad actors not technically i don't want to say bad actors because just because you're going against the government doesn't mean you're a bad person but anyway like you have you know just it makes it harder for honest people to keep being honest right like i want to innovate my my technology i want to build and this is why we'll never know who Satoshi is, you know, like the world we live in just doesn't it doesn't incentivize that. You know, if you go, against, good. If you go against the grain hard enough, you know, that's, you're going to. That's the one thing I, I you know, I, I've been critical about Bitcoin core and how they, to me, slowed down the the um, the adoption or innovation of Bitcoin. But um, that's the one thing I will say about Bitcoin. Like no one, it, it has a, it has that advantage over every other coin. Like no one knows who made Bitcoin, and no one cares. Yep. A couple so, people care. I feel like I mean they care. care. <laughs> I was like actually. But, yeah, but, but what I'm saying is they're they don't mind. It's not like a it's not a skeptical thing. They're not they're not like skeptical of it because they don't know who it is. Like if a coin came out today and tried that same method no one would adopt it no we'd be like who the hell who who made it like you know so i think yeah. um i think i think that bitcoin will always have that advantage over all other cryptos so where where are you looking at technologically are your eyes set on like the lightning networks are you looking at atomic swaps liquid assets is there anything that you're checking out on like the Bitcoin space as we progress forward? Anything you're keeping your eyes on? I'm not still convinced that Lightning can scale to the point where it's um, it's usable on that on that level. So I'm I'm looking at maybe Bitcoin just being that that standard, like that new gold standard 2.0. You know, I look at Bitcoin as a as an asset, as a digital asset. So. Um, that's kind of where I'm, where I have to put Bitcoin. Um, now you've got other coins that may be able to assist with that. Honestly, it's crazy to say this, but I think stable coins will, will be huge. People will utilize stable coins, um, on everyday transactions. They'll hold their wealth in the Bitcoin, the Litecoin, and, you know, whatever other they choose, um, and spend their money in stable coins. I feel like stable coins are the biggest scam people are going to find out about in the future in crypto. In what way? We're just in loss of potential gain. Just a bad place to store value. You know, it's just a, it's just no. A, yeah, so it's not. It's it's, not it's a great it's a great like um, you know hat trick 
kind of maneuver if you're a magician, you know, like, oh, look over here, don't look over here, I'm stealing your money. You know, they're just going to Federal Reserve 2.0. That's basically well, yeah, what's and, happening. And that's what that's what spend, spendable money should be, you know. is If I want to buy, uh, I don't know, um, a, a box of cigars, I don't want to spend my Bitcoin on that box of cigars. Sounds like because... you're talking about a government-issued utility token, bro. Yeah. It's, well, it doesn't. It, it doesn't have like. to be government. It doesn't have to be government issue. It's just a derivative, and it, it is right now. You look at USDC. It's not government issue. It's just that they're pegging it to a government issue, issued asset or instrument. Doesn't that so, make it semi-government issued though? If it's backed by something that's government issued without the government's original issuance, you don't have the secondary thing. It just it seems uh, like yeah, a, it seems like but, a trick. But, but you got you got to think of it like this, Ken. Like. Every asset has to be priced in something. So I'm not saying you in, no one should be investing in a stable coin, but you want to use state you want to get rid of stable coins. So if you want to buy a sick, you know, box of cigars or, you know, some weed or whatever it is, you want to spend you don't want to spend your Bitcoin necessarily. You want to spend something that has no value or, right. or is inflationary. Right. And it gives so people that, what they're already used to, but more power. They're, they're not used to being able to send money a little from bit one more person power. to another. And, uh, it's a little bit more power. Yeah, yeah it makes it, it easier. Yeah, so, you know, I, I've heard, though, that the was it the, uh, the Winklevoss one, there's, there's something about they can freeze your coins. See, I yes. don't like that. Yes, they can. I don't like that part. So I would be, I would be more in support of a, a stable coin that you, you couldn't freeze but i don't know if that will ever happen well they officially. don't want people to dump and stuff like that's the thing we saw stable coins recently gaining value you know i think the the circle one went up like 20 percent at one point it was like a dollar 18 it's like come on you know because it is worth more than the dollar it has it's, it's more usable than the dollar secure than the dollar better well, than the dollar so, just backed by a dollar yeah so the thing about these stable coins and not them not being at one dollar you know peg parity with the dollar is because it's actual they actually have to go into the market and buy buy the coin to get it above you know to get it back to parity and sell the coin to get it back to parity above parity. So, um, you know, people say, well, look at Tether's at 90 something cent. Well, that's because people in the market, there's there's a there's an imbalance. And so Tether has to go out there and get more dollars and create more Tether to bring it back up to parity. So it's, um, you know, it, I, like I said, I think unfortunately that's going to be what we see in the future as people using it day to day and they should to me i think they should use tether they should use uh, uh, uh stable coins when they're at the mall and all that keep your wealth in bitcoin keep your wealth in you know like i think in the we're going to get way used to volatility i don't think stability is something that we're going to strive for in the future we will we are we're we're so used to it we've been it's just programmed into our mentality that we can't shake stability but i really feel like with the future of uh utility tokens and volatility people won't want stability at all i'd rather go to the mall and use my mall token that gave me dividends that i could use at the, the individual stores in the mall like having a gift card with a hundred bucks on it but i earn macy points every week because i held a hundred dollars in the mall's gift card 
It's like, I think people are going to want volatility. They're going to, because we are not losing people. We are gaining more and more people every day. Resources are in less supply every, every mm -hmm. day. Volatility yeah. is something that we deal with. We just don't acknowledge it. And I feel like once we start to acknowledge this, the actual volatility of resources and space and everything and acknowledge the fact that we are inflating the supply of demand by increasing more people on the planet, we're not mm -hmm. going to want stability at all. That, that stable thing is going to go out the door real quick. I mean, one of the comments just now, and I was actually going to bring this up, uh, the steam back dollar went over $15 last year. Yeah, uh, I remember I, that. I, I, I remember, I remember accidentally doing a, a decent move uh, because I had a good steam following at the time, and I still kind of do. I moved everything into the steam dollar, and it, it went up. And I was just like, well, that's not stable. I, it could have went the other way. Uh, this could have been horrible. So I actually took everything out and put it back in the steam. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta look at it like I think you're looking at it from the consumer end. But as a business owner, I don't. I want. I want stability. I want to know this, if. See, ah, Dad, I want to sorry to cut you off, but this isn't for you. This isn't for the business. This is. The only way businesses are going to benefit from adopting this technology is by giving the, ben the best customer service experience possible. That's it. This is for you to use to get me to love you as a business. Or the you other guys. So? I don't think so, bro. I don't, I don't think, think so. That's the, the, the paradigm shift is from the customer and the bit. Boom. These corporations run the world. No, 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 no. The customers run the corporations. We run the world. And the mm -hmm. power is going to be back in our that. hands real fast. And we're going to see people that decide to build these, you know, things like decentralized uh, Walmarts that are going to look like tokenized um, uh, co-ops where you walk mm -hmm. in, you sweep the floor and you, you get a smart contract that rewards you with in-store currency. And then you can take it to other places. Like micro economy is going to be so foreign to what we're used to. Imagine 100 years ago, somebody looks at the economy now and sees how people work. You clock in, you clock out, you don't get a, uh, you get a 401k, you don't even get a pension plan. Like, dude, the things that have changed would blow our grandparents' parents' minds. It would, and they would be upset, too. No they, pension? They would, what, are you, they a would, fool? They would feel bad for us, man. Yeah, we got duped with 401ks and, and everything else, and, you know, it's only getting worse. I'm waiting yep. for the companies that use this technology to make the customers feel like they're a part of the company, where, as, as a customer... Maybe I have some STOs because I've been a customer so much. I get loyalty points. Now mm -hmm. I have say in the company as a mm -hmm. customer. Like that's what's yeah. going to change. And this could happen for five-year-olds to anybody because this is these, like I could send my kid a, 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 a STO, a security token for, yeah. for Wawa, Walmart, whatever company. And my kid can vote on the blockchain now. Yeah, man. It's, it, I think, like I said, it's, gonna, it's, a, it's a lot of potential, a lot of potential. And we're going, you know, overall, I think it, it's a promising future. I wasn't too happy with how not even I'm not even talking about price. I'm just saying I wasn't too happy on how people were looking toward the government a lot to validate cryptos last year. They were and, and this year they were begging for. It. I don't like that. But I think overall we'll overcome that over time. I think it's still a young industry. And uh, we'll, we'll get it together, hopefully. I think it will be overregulated before not. I think that they're going yes, to suffocate this with a with a really heavy blanket. Uh, but where it thrives, they're going to have to take away the rate. Like, prohibition, it didn't work. The, the regulations in crypto, which I know is going to come, 
They yep. cannot allow people like me to be trading ICOs. I get that. Right. But once they realize that they they stay brain drained and suffocated out the American citizen from a financial opportunity like this, and other countries' citizens are greatly benefiting. They won't have a choice. Either people will will break the law, and so many they won't have a choice. They, there, there will be too many of us. Mm-hmm. Plus the proof. They have to prove that I have the tokens and all this other stuff. I mean, good luck. I, I think that they're going to try their best, and they will hinder the the growth. But only here, you know, like the SEC only has control and power here. The CTFC only has control here. The, uh, everybody in these government of, only here. Everywhere else in the world is like, well, whatever. They can, that's a, this is the crazy thing. They can actually go after companies in other countries. That's the crazy they, thing. They can now, flex on them. Huh? They can flex on them. They can flex on them, but that's crazy because those companies are going to get scared and they're going to, you know what they're going to do? They're going to deny U.S. citizens from signing up. Yeah, but that's when we just go around and do it anyway with a VPN. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, they're going to make us become criminals to seek opportunities, right? Like, where my pursuit of happiness becomes a crime, that's a fucking constitutional void. Like, there's a problem there. Like, the same thing, I have the same feelings with cannabis and and many other things when it comes to, like, sex work and other stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a pursuit of happiness that, that, that somebody decided was not for them so they told me i can't pursue that either and i just do it anyway now i'm a criminal but i'm just pursuing uh, opportunities and happiness and i feel like other countries this isn't for us america doesn't need this at all fuck america you know yeah no you're right you're right you know venezuela needs this absolutely absolutely and i've got a guy that needs this that's funny you said that ken i got a guy i was talking to last night he made a comment on one of my videos and he i think he's in venezuela he he was telling me that i was a little off on the whole venezuela maduro and how they're as far as the currency and stuff so i'm gonna have him on because he really broke it down pretty well and I want my users to to listen to what he has to say about how they're doing things over in Venezuela, man. But you're right, man. Uh, cryptos primarily will liberate the third world countries, not us. Yeah, this is a bottom up technology. It Absolutely. really doesn't have a place at the top. It doesn't fit in anywhere. That's why everybody's like, "Where does this fit into my healthcare on the blockchain?" Where uh, it doesn't yet. Wait, it, wait. <laughs> yeah. But what it yeah. does solve is remittance for third world countries that don't really have a way to settle anything. You know, like land or supply chain or anything like the 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 setup cost for this is ridiculously inexpensive. All you need is a smartphone. Even homeless people have smartphones. So Mm -hmm. now anybody can be their own bank or be their own business. I like to start off with like talking to people about like, oh, imagine your five year old niece has a lemonade stand. Well, the bank just told her she's not entitled to financial security where she can safely store her fucking money running her lemonade stand because she ain't old enough. What what sense does that make? She's entitled to financial security. So you open up a Venmo account or a PayPal and you let her start accepting PayPal. PayPal finds out she's not 18 and she's doing, you know, uh, uh, money moving. And now they froze her account and stole her money. What Mm -hmm. are you going to do? So, like, you know, this is why crypto is important, where people, is. people can be empowered to have financial security. You're, you're so incentivized to do dumb things with your money. It's, it's really disgusting. 
you're you're disincentivized from doing safe things with your money, which is, you know, beneficial, I guess, since we're in a debt based economy. The more debt we have, the more people do dumb things with their money, the more money we have to throw around for war. Yeah, you, you bring up a point about the US, you know, them going after people for the wrong reasons. That's how I feel about this whole, you know, being a, a, a um, accredited investor. Like you, you tell us that, right? You're protecting us from investing in certain projects, but you don't protect us from gambling. You don't protect us from, you know, any other type of form of. Uh, oh, I would love to see regulations at McDonald's where you have to have a, a good BMI to risk your health. To eat a Big Mac and a drink a 22-ounce Coca-Cola with 50 grams of sugar? Are you healthy enough? Can you afford the risks? No, they hey, don't New care. York tried it. <laughs> they New did, actually. It. And Philadelphia, they went with the sugar tax. Yeah. They did it. Yep. New York went even tried to go even further with banning soft drinks, which is retarded. So this is the stuff I'm saying, People man. People would have been on the street corner selling Fanta like, yo, you want that pineapple? I got it. That's like, all that's going to happen. You see what they're doing with, with uh, cigarettes, the menthol. They're, 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 they're going to ban uh, menthol. These jewel vape things, this thing right here, this is a mango-flavored vape pod. You can't get those anymore, right? Because kids keep fucking vaping in school, the company got sued and had to take them off the shelves. So now you can only buy flavors from their website. You can only get right. basic stuff like regular menthol, regular like tobacco flavor at the stores. But that's because of shitty parenting, not because of the company. And the company's being right. And now I have to suffer the repercussions. Like, right. How's this fair to trickle down? Like I said, I would love to see people that have diabetes from eating, you know, too much candy. To mm -hmm. see a candy aisle be regulated like they regulate nicotine and other vices. Like sugar, sugar's the worst drug in, in our history. It is. It is. I agree. Well, again. process and, and, and like, you know, where does it stop? Where? Do, that's why we have to draw a line and say, no, you know, you can't regulate any. You shouldn't be able to tell me what I can and can't do, what I can and can't invest in. Have, because if we don't, guess what? The government's always pressed the line yep. as as our as our civilization starts to crumble. They press the line. They get they they take more and more of our liberties away. So. It's uh, it's time for us to wake up, man. We got to well, really. That's what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is the right. separation of state and money. It's the same way state has been separated from religion. They have no control on what we believe. They should have no control on what we spend or how we spend it or how we believe in spending it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So what's what's on the road for you? What are you getting into for next year? You know, the year's almost over. We only got like Christmas left and uh then you know, we got twenty nineteen. You got any yeah. plans for next year? What's well, the what's the crypto blood roadmap, bro? Um, just continuing to develop these algorithms, man. I rolled out the BitMEX algorithm to the to the public. Um So show doing... that a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what that is, how it works, tell them what they you know, where they can find out about it. Yeah, so um, you can go to uh, I'll I'll have you I'll put it actually in the uh, chat room, but it's cryptoblood.io slash. It's in the description box. Yeah, we'll put it in the description box. Cryptoblood.io slash Bitmex Algo, and um, yeah, I've developed it in in TradingView um, with their language. Um, spend a lot of hours bringing that over from the FX game because that's where I initially developed that strategy in uh mt4 but um yeah man it's, it's trading bitcoin and it's doing well and it's funny because the the week i opened it 
I only had initially only had like two people sign up. Right. When they signed up, I got them all set up and, and, you know, I was already short and I got them into the short position with me. I manually entered them into the position with me and they they've doubled their money this week already. So making money in a bear market, man. Leave that's it not blood. that's not. Yeah, but that's you know, I have to say that's not, you know, that won't be an um, everyday case with with this. But um, you're able to, you know, really take advantage of the long and short uh, ends of the positions of the market. And uh, it's doing well, man. It's over up over 200 percent, 209 percent year to date. Yeah, so, so so guys, if you're listening, that's really important, especially if you want to accumulate more Bitcoin. I know a lot of people are in yes. this space are like, hodl, strong hands, don't do anything. But if you do take some educated, very well educated moves, you can accumulate more Bitcoin in a bear market. And that's what yes. a lot of people have been that's trying to do. That's what it's to. all about. And that's what Blood's been trying to talk about. Like we're we're yeah. saying that you, you don't have to just sit there and watch yourself lose USD value. You can right. do stuff, be proactive with your right. investments. Right. Um Personally, if you're just not good at trading, like you know, don't 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 do it. If you know don't yourself, do it. don't but there's, do it. It's still worth most, learning. Most people it's still aren't. worth learning the foundations, though. Like, don't do it's, the it's act, but learn yeah. the act of learn learn the the the, the musical rhythms of trading without mm-hmm. participating in in the. Well, that's the great Ken. That's the great thing about the algorithm, the the software signal. You're able to kind of take advantage of my strategy without without putting your emotions in it so you know what typically separates a a pro trader and an an amateur trader is is a pro knows how to manage their emotions actually take emotions out altogether so that's really the the only difference so um and money management so with with my with my algo you know i don't over trade over leverage your accounts um you know i will only let you trade up to 20 percent of your account per trade, which is very aggressive, but I recommend like 5% or lower. Um, and There's you, that, you know, that FX trader in you coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, the, the turtle wins the race, man. The tortoise wins, wins the wet race. And, you know, it's all about, you know, how does your portfolio look in a year, in two years, and are you accum- accumulating more Bitcoin? So that, you know, that's, so uh, my plans, man, is to finish up what you were asking. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna roll out uh, Ethereum. I think I'm gonna do Ethereum, and um, I'm debating between Litecoin and uh, and, and it was Cardano. I think is on or EOS. EOS. One of those three uh, will maybe be the third. Uh, I vote for EOS. That's my vote. You should do yeah. a poll on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'll poll. do that. Yeah, I'll absolutely do that. But um, so I'll start developing those and roll those out as well. So people who sign up will have the ability to trade all three or whatever pairs I add. They'll have the access to trade. So it's going to be great, man. So coming in from traditionally trading and stuff, because you mentioned the FX and everything, was there any like bad habit, not bad habits, but I would say like things that you would consider bad habits in this space? Because it's so un. I don't know. It's so different, right? Like it's it's not like the traditional markets. Uh, I was just wondering if there was any habits that you had to find yourself like, you know, oh, this was hard to break to get into a new you know rhythm because I see a lot of traditional traders having a hard time, you know, moving into this space and you know even with a twenty four hour market, it like blows them away sometimes. So was mm-hmm. there anything that you saw coming in from a more traditional investor side to a you know cryptocurrency investing industry? 
That's a good question. Not, not really, man. Not really. I, I mean, I, it, you know, the cryptocurrency market really reminds me of the FX in some ways. It doesn't have the type of leverage and it, that the FX does. And that's primarily because, you know, FX doesn't move percentage wise as much as Bitcoin and, and the crypto. So a, a one and a half percent or one point two percent move in FX is huge. Like, you know, you, you made a lot of money that day. Um, but uh, not really, man. I, I love the crypto space, man. It's 24 hours. Unlike FX, it never close. It literally never closes. Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever. It's always open. So um, always an opportunity for you to make money. Again, it's all about money management. And uh, that's key. So how do you do your own due diligence? Where do you start on a project when something comes across and you're like, oh, I might want to invest in this? As an investor, like, what do you look for? Where do you start your, your investigation for due diligence? Um, to be honest with you, I'm very superficial on that standpoint. I look at their marketing, their branding. If they've got that together, then I start, layer, I start peeling the layers back. So, you know, if the, if the site looks good, they, they got good branding, I'll say, okay, this, this piques my interest. So then I'll peel that layer back and then I'll look at what they're, I'll look at the overall business model. Like, is it scalable? Is it is it needed, right? Many of the ICOs in 2018 and 17 were concepts that really didn't even need a token. Um, so I kind of And they actually that. never intended to use a token. Some of those yeah. ICOs were just to give you a token and then they were going to make a new token later. Exactly, exactly. So... I look at that um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of a waiting game. You know, I, I can't wait to begin to, to review and look at uh, projects that are actually lot, like live and, and really running and gaining traction. So I think we're going to see that in 2019, though, Ken. Yeah, that's what's happening right now. We're really starting to see. And that's what investors are looking for. And that's what projects are going to have to deliver because yes. the yes. average investor wants to see actual concepts into reality they don't want to see any more white papers they want to see the actual website they want to see the platform uh we've we and that's what that's what 18 i think really priced it began like the market started to really price these these icos and tokens correctly and i, I don't we're not done i think we're going to see even more um valuations come down because now it's all about a show and prove you gotta you know you got the money it's been a year in many of these cases, more than a year in many of these cases. Where's where's the product? And then just because you have a product, where where's the traction? Yeah. Where are the where are the people using it? Well, that's where so, marketing is the first thing. Like you said, you looked for. If you don't have good marketing, nobody knows your awesome project exists. It'll die. Nobody will use it. I mean, look at the marketing behind the fucking fidget spinner. Even that had marketing. Like it ever. And, and you know, if you don't have marketing, you don't have a project. That's why I love certain projects. But what I hate is their marketing. Like Decred, I love you guys, but they have the worst marketing in in the space right now. But that's because. And, and and that's probably because a lot of like initially Decred is an older project, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So because the see the and older they didn't project, ICO, so they didn't have like money to throw around like that. Right. But the thing is, Decred, they're they're programmers. They're not marketers. They're not. You know what that's I mean? That's why I like, love them. They're fucking great nerds. They're super intelligent. They're nerds, right? So they don't. Many times they don't have the. They don't even know the importance of marketing and in, in, in doing that advertising and stuff. So yeah, it's a balance, man. You know, and uh, like I said, as as the industry matures and grows, we'll we'll find 
we'll find a happy medium. Yeah, we're working on it as a as a uh, community together. We're 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 all testing out the space together. This this has been the I don't know. I feel like th this 2018 has been the best year for Bitcoin. Maybe not price wise, uh, you know, but if you look at the bigger picture, it still is hella nice. Like, be grateful for where we're at. Um, but I, I feel like this year has set a really good tone for where we're going and where we've come from, especially with the thing like uh, this next, this most recent fork with uh, ABC to SV. Like everybody was worried that it was going to cause the same or worse confusion of the Bitcoin fork into Beats Bcash, but nobody cares. Everyone's pretty much over it already, and we're That's we're, good. we're seeing yeah this, we're seeing less game people running around. Can. Yep, this game theory in practice. I'm loving it. We're experimenting it's again. It's again. It's a it's a new it's an experiment. We're all experimenting, finding out what's working, what's not, and uh, yeah, man, this is good. So uh, what I'd like to tell people watching is just uh, you know stay skeptical. You know, yes. um, even Bitcoin, yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty big skeptic. I'm no no way w whatsoever saying Bitcoin will succeed without a doubt. Like, no, man, you can't say that, bro. Can't, can't say you can't say that. I wanted to succeed. I wanted Absolutely. to succeed without a doubt. But I doubt Bitcoin. You know, I doubt things. I'm skeptical. So I, 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 no, I you got that. you got the right approach. And that that's you question everything, you know, verify, don't trust. You know, it's, it's, it's not about our and feelings. And time will verify Bitcoin's blockchain. And yes. and that's all we got to do is give it time. And that's, I have time. I'm 30 years old, man. I got time. And unfortunately, some people are in their 70s that are trying to get into Bitcoin and make a, a Lambo happen out of, you know, their retirement pension plans and all this stuff. It's not, it's not for you, unfortunately. This is a long yeah. game. But yeah. there's some stuff that you can do in this space to potentially help speed that process up. And that's what you're doing over at CryptoBlood.io with, with your bots. And I, I encourage people to check that out. Learn what you can do to be proactive with your investments. Even if you're not going to trade, learn about it. Understand it. It's important to know as much as you can in this space right now. Even if you don't fit in now, you don't know where you're going to fit in next year. Uh, where you may be financially. Maybe you'll be able to trade next year. So start preparing for that today. Uh, Crypto right. Blood, before I let you go, I wanted to see what your elevator pitch is for Bitcoin. So just picture, I'm your Uber driver. I see your Bitcoin Crypto Blood t-shirt and I'm like, what's that? I would say it's deflationary currency. And so that's that's all I would say. And then they would ask, well, if they probably would ask, what's deflationary? I would say that means that my currency... It's going to be worth more in the future. My current, this Bitcoin is going to be worth more in 10 years, in 20 years, because it's deflationary. There's only a limited supply number of Bitcoins out there versus our U.S. dollar. There's an unlimited amount of them. So it's inflationary. That means it's losing value every year. And, you know, the Fed says, you know, we got to keep that 2% inflation. Basically, they're telling us, Ken, we got to take, we got to continue to steal 2% from your wealth every year. <laughs> that's all they're saying. That's all they're saying. So that, that's kind of, that would be my, uh, my elevator pitch for uh, Bitcoin is it's deflationary money. It's real sound money, sound you, money. 
You make Bitcoin sound good and fiat sound bad. I love it. Yes, that's the plan. That's the All right, plan. guys. Yo, Crypto Blood, thanks for joining me. Guys, at Crypto Blood underscore on Twitter, CryptoBlood.io on the web. Just type it in or look in the description box. There's links there. Uh, guys, if you enjoyed this conversation, please pound the thumbs up button. Click subscribe. Yes, click the alert bell. And then head on over to Crypto Blood's YouTube channel and give him a follow as well. The link again below. Thank you, guys. And I'm glad to see you back on, on, on uh, these videos man i'm doing one a day every day i got excellent uh, my calendar is open so if anybody watching wants to come on the podcast do an hour episode like this i'm doing one every single day i am booked until february so it's every crazy. single day <laughs> i have an hour live stream and uh until february hopefully i can get 2019 all booked up and uh, i can make this like a, a year-long thing where i just do an hour every day with a random person just to shoot the shit that's what's up, bro. Appreciate the time, man. Always a, a pleasure. Appreciate the love, bro, bro. Have all right, a day. all right, bro. Yes, sir. Peace.